Hello, everybody. Paul Jankarella here from Speaking to Empower. And I wanted to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations. And it's been a little bit since I spoke with you. I think it was Friday, today being Tuesday. So you're going to get a chock full of information from me. And hopefully you are ready for that. Okay, let's bang things out on my wife's birthday, the 21st of May. If you know how to accomplish your goal when you're setting it, then you probably have the wrong goal. Knowing the how can only be accomplished looking back not forward. In other words, if you know how to complete or how to accomplish your goal, then it's not really a goal. It's a task. You know, so get a bold, audacious goal that's in a dream category that you would really love to die for. Uh, The insight of the day Success is a consequence and must not be a goal. In other words, success is a result of what you do, and it's not an ending. What do you do? I show people how to change their mindset. I show people how to accomplish their dreams, their desires. I help guide people along their life path. You know, what you do is exactly what you do. And what would happen if your annual income became your monthly income. You know what most people tell me? Well, how am I going to do that? And they focus on the how, see how unattainable it is in that very present moment, and go back to their normal way of life, unfortunately. Someone that was earning $150,000 a year thought the very same thing until they said, you know what, I'm going to try this out and see what happens. And I think it was less than a year, they were making a million dollars a month, equating to $12 million a year. So, it's certainly worth looking into, uh, whether it be uh, curing your mentality, poor health, your spirituality, your financial health, whatever it may be, as long as it's a passion and a drive, it's accomplishable.
And Matthew Kelly said, guilt is good. It helps us return to a moral state. But just don't replace guilt with shame. Because that will make you stuck. And a lot of people do that. We are the only problem we'll ever have. And we're also the solution. So tune into that, folks. Definitely tune into it. And in my reflections of prayer that evening, I received these following phrases. I must put him first, him capital H, first. In doing so, will allow things to work out as they should. So, that's like having faith. And be a product of the product. In other words, live what you preach. And find joy in everything and peace in the end. And give so you may receive bountifully. Let's take a look, folks, and see what we have here on the docket for for Sunday. Uh, the insure uh, the insight of the day was sooner or later those who win are those who think they can they keep plugging away the little engine that could I think I can I think I can and just keep going at it I find myself doing that at times on the treadmill if you can believe it, which I'm sure those of you that work out certainly can. Uh, Bishop Fulton Sheen had a, a nice a nice phrase. Pleasure is of the body. Joy is of the mind and heart. So in other words, pleasure is temporary and joy is everlasting. Both of which are very good to have. But don't confuse the two. Uh, today, which was Sunday, I walked the dog, had a green apple, and said the rosary. And then I went to Mass and served as a Eucharistic minister. Seems pretty ordinary, except that I venerated the Blessed Mother by praying the rosary, and I served the actual body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ himself to those at Mass. So, came home, filmed my video, and went to bed from 12 to 6. guess I wasn't feeling too well on Sunday, and it was a nice day out. 
I realize that it's what you say and how you say it that makes the biggest difference at times. And that certainly is the case. And don't focus on what you get wrong all the time. Focus on what you get right and build upon it. You know, sometimes we're too critical of ourselves and too forgiving of others. And Monday's message, we can never outperform our self-image. So if your self-image is small, guess what your performance is going to be? If your self-image is larger than life, guess what your performance is going to be? True happiness is not from a want outside of you, but from a want that is inside of you. So true happiness isn't from prosperity, fortune, health. I say health, it's probably not a good example. But things outside of our body. Whereas true happiness comes from within. And Darren Daly yesterday said, the silent killer in your life, the number two instrument of death, is it killing you? The second most deaths are caused by food. In other words, what we're eating, what we're putting into our bodies. And that's second only to smoking. Our ancestors died from living without, but we're dying from living with too much. You know, what you eat or drink can either help you or hurt you. And most people take the easy way out. Whether it be the cheapest food in the supermarket, which is generally the junk food and high in fat. Or they eat a fast food meal which is quicker and easier than preparing a meal at home. By doing these things, we're making small choices. And unfortunately, the small choices add up to a big problem. The insight of the day yesterday, be brave when you are scared and humble when you are victorious. Pretty good advice, I'd say. Uh, Matthew Kelly asked, how are we sabotaging ourselves? Well, a couple examples is negative self-talk, which adversely affects us more 
than what others adversely say to us. In focusing on the past, don't let your past predict your future. And the motivation for yesterday was, who am I around? Who am I getting, what am I getting from them? What have they got me reading? What have they got me saying? What do they have me, where do they have me going? What do they have me thinking? What do they have me becoming? Those are questions that we should be asking ourselves of the people that we hang around with the most. And then ask ourselves, is that okay? Abundance is what you have when you pray. And that can be both physical and figurative abundance. In today's Darren Daily, Darren says, It's my secret to getting it all done. If you want to change your life, start with this one thing. And how do you get it done? Well, it's the sacred three hours. What is the sacred three hours, you ask? Well, it's the first three hours of the day when you start working. First three hours of the day. Routine is critical. So you got you have to keep the morning three. Morning three hours. You must keep it sacred and productive. And you need to know why something is important. Because once you know the why, you'll be more apt to keeping it sacred and important. There's four significant factors to this daily advantage of the sacred three, as it's referred to. The first one is having a solid routine every single morning. You know, just like a golfer, before every shot addresses it, focuses on the target, lines himself up properly or herself up properly, and then takes the shot. Same thing for a basketball player at the free throw line. They have a routine. Number of dribbles, number of breaths, and they shoot just like a pendulum on a clock. And this sacred time that we've created is time for your 
sage brain. It's your smart brain. Not your monkey brain that goes all over the place and is all squirrely. Or the robot brain that's just, you know, robotic in what it's doing and tasks and things. All of which have a, a factor here, a play uh, in our lives. But right now we're talking about time for the sage brain. And then the second thing is, um, is morning time is when you are cognitively the best. You know, you're rested generally from a good night's sleep, just like your phone battery is at the best right after it charges or right after it's fully charged. Um... That's why a lot of diets, you know, are sabotaged during the nighttime. You know, maybe an hour after dinner, hour or so before bed, we give in to those cravings. And I'll be working in my office at night, not hungry at all. And as soon as I make it to the first floor from downstairs... It's like a switch goes off and I'm craving sugar, which is terrible because it's right before I go to bed, about 30 minutes or so. You need to fight that. And number three, the way you start is just how it will end. It will carry you all day. And number four, Society has basically gotten too soft. You know, we need to retreat. And, you know, we retreat instead of attack, so to speak. And we make excuses. No more for doing that. And he finishes up with, you know, the foundation is the morning routine. Shut the door and figure it out how you're going to get it done. Simple as that. And Matthew Kelly asks, how can the dream manager help you? Well, simply put, how can talking with someone that's equipped about your dream and your goal and your aspiration out of life, how can that help you be more successful and be more productive as an employee? And Brian Schutz says, to achieve greatness... One should live as if they will never die. Not a bad piece of advice there at all. And finally, the gift. The greatest gift you'll ever receive is the gift of loving and believing in yourself. Guard this with all your life. It is the only thing that will ever truly be yours. That's a good one to go on. Okay, folks, nice to be back in the swing of things. I will check with you tomorrow, Lord willing. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.